Hello and welcome guys to yet another episode of Teen Set Zoo. I am Vaibhav Chakravarti and I am Ranit Roy. Today's topic is something that I'm personally very passionate about is the automobile industry. So without further ado, let's get right into it. Wait 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 before we get into the episode, we have to debut a new segment, right? Oh yeah, I completely forgot about that. So that's right guys, we have a brand new segment that we are introducing to the show. Three weird stories. So the first story that we have is Elon Musk says that he is willing to eat a happy meal, you know the one from the McDonald's on TV under one condition. What? McDonald's has to buy a Tesla? Nope. Even better. He said he would do it if McDonald's accepted payment in Dogecoins, the meme cryptocurrency. What? That is hilarious. And it even gets better. So what happened next was that McDonald's actually replied to Elon and said that they would do it if if Tesla accepts payment in Grimace coin which is basically a made up currency that is sometimes featured in McDonald's commercials. What? And there is another layer to this story because after this entire exchange between Elon and McDonald's went down Burger King replies to Elon that they were willing to accept Dogecoins as a payment. Okay. So let's move on to the next story which is actually has a kind of a dark setting to it which makes the story all the more ridiculous. So basically a senior French surgeon faces legal action and possibly disciplinary charge after attempting to sell an x-ray of a concert goer who was shot during the 2015 attack on the Bataclan Music Hall in Paris. What? No way. I know right it's crazy. The orthopedic surgeon Emmanuel Mamjon who practices at the Georges Pompidou Public Hospital in southwest Paris was first reported by the Mediapart website to be selling an image of the x-ray as a digital artwork without the patient's consent the picture shows a forearm containing an AK47 bullet and was on sale for around $2776 which is around 2,7435 rupees on the OpenSea website which specializes in so-called NFT digital images. That's so weird. Why would anyone even buy that? Yeah, and after that the head of Paris's public hospital, Martin Hirsch, wrote on Twitter confirming that a criminal and professional complaint would be lodged against the surgeon for his disgraceful and scandalous decision. So yeah, that was pretty crazy, huh? Okay. So now our last story for the day is that Chida gives the movie Fight Club a different ending than the original one. Spoiler alert. So basically the original ending saw Edward Norton's character killing his imaginary alter ego Tyler Durden and then bombing and destroying multiple buildings as a part of a plan to destroy the consumerism by erasing debt records. However, a version of the film released in China shows a message at the end that says all the criminals were apprehended and their authorities warned. Wait, what? Yeah, and according to a report in CNN, it's not unusual for a foreign film to be heavily censored before finding a legitimate home in China. In addition, Chinese firms that owns the right to the overseas films in the country frequently self-censor before releasing them into the general public. There was actually a tweet from the original creator of the novel that the movie was based on. It said, and I quote, "Have you ever seen this shit? This is super wonderful. Everyone gets a happy ending in China." I mean, that's peak censorship if I've ever seen it. Oh, those were some pretty crazy stories, huh? Yep. 
and we hope to bring you ridiculous stories just like those in the upcoming episodes also okay so now we can finally start today's topic which like i said is the automobile industry first let's learn a bit of history about cars although there is some debate about when exactly the car was invented it is usually agreed by many that 1769 was around the time when it all started nicolas joseph guno a french military engineer put a steam engine on a wagon this was obviously not very practical as it was very long and heavy and wasn't very quick either this was the first self propelled vehicle another notable point in history is in 1886 This year was when Carl Benz received a patent for the Benz patent motor wagon. This usually is considered to be the first modern or practical car. After this, there was steady innovation and cars started to get better. And also I would like to mention that even though we think electric vehicles are the super new technology, that is not the case. Electric vehicles, believe it or not, came before the internal combustion engine. After a bit, we got the car that would change the history itself. The Ford Model T This iconic car was what put Ford in a very good place when it comes to the automobile industry. It was produced through a period of 19 years in which more than 14 million of them were made. Not only was the car reliable and easy to maintain but also it gave us an invention that has completely changed the scene of mass production. Yeah, this was the one and only moving assembly line. Have you ever wondered how these mega companies produce so many products so quickly? Well, this is possible because of Henry Ford. He created the system in which there is a conveyor belt that carries the product from start to finish. Each worker puts their own part into the project as it moves forward. This way, by the end of the belt, there is a finished product. This allowed Ford to produce so many cars. It is also the reason why so many other companies can now meet the demand from the public. Let's fast forward to after the Second World War. This is the time when a lot of people were beginning to become interested in sports cars. This is also the time when the very first Ferrari car was ever made. After the war, Japan also starts to put some attention to their automobile industry. But since Japan was facing different circumstances than America and Europe, they leaned more to the conservative side of automotive innovation. Their cars in contrast to American and European cars were smaller, more compact and more fuel efficient. But that's not to say that Japan was only focusing on smaller cars. They had some extravagant cars too, like the 1967 Toyota 2000 GT. After the war is also when modding became popular. People took their pre-war era cars and modded them to their liking. Fast forwarding a bit, in America, the Corvette launches in 1953. Then we also get the Shelby Cobra in the year 1962. And also in Europe, we get some great cars like Ferrari 250 GDO. Yep. So that's pretty much everything. After everything that we've said, we are at a point now when the science behind cars has evolved to crazy heights. And now let's look at the state of cars today. Right now, the automobile industry is doing well in regards of both profit and innovation. India is already the world's largest tractor manufacturer. world's largest two-wheeler and three-wheeler manufacturer, world's third largest truck manufacturer and fourth largest car manufacturer. India is expected to be the world's third largest automotive market in terms of volume by 2026. And with the era of alternative fuels right around the corner, there is a very good chance for India to improve even more. But 
Looking at the topic at a world stage, the automobile industry is one of the most popular and profitable, not to mention the culture behind it all. This brings us to the next section of our podcast. The car culture and its popularization. The car enthusiast community is one of the most diverse and specified. If you like looking at big flashy wheels, there's a community for that. If you like old American muscle cars, there is also a community for that. If you like fast cars and crazy aerodynamic body kits, there is probably some conversation about that very topic somewhere in Reddit or Twitter at this very moment. Now, since it has such a sprawled out culture, it is impossible to cover it fully in this section. But there is something we want to discuss. It's the things that popularized the car culture. There were many aspects to this. One of the main aspects, at least for our generation, were the Fast and Furious movies. Fast and Furious movies were the movies that took the car culture to the mainstream spotlight. The franchise is still producing movies to this day, although one of the lead actors, Paul Walker, passed away in an accident. Then there were video games like Gran Turismo, Forza Horizon and my personal favorite, Need for Speed. Some of the classic titles that have brought in many young enthusiasts into the car scene. I mean, I can just recall the joy that we experienced while playing these games and learning about all of these crazy cars. All these factors and more went into making the car culture what it is now. Okay, I understand that not everyone is well versed in the technical terms that the car community uses. So we will attempt to explain some of these terms to you. First, let's look at the most basic thing that you should know about a car, its engine. After all, it is the thing that makes a car work. So engines over the years have been made in many different layouts. Engine layouts are important because it determines how expensive and efficient the engine will be. There are so many different layouts out there, but we will only go over the most interesting ones. The A-Line 4 engine, the V8 engine and the W16 engine, which is actually the engine in the Bugatti Veyron. So, starting with the inline 4 engine, it is the most common layout in the world. Your car that is parked outside your house probably has an inline 4 engine. The inline 4 engine is like its name suggests, in a line. This is a very good way to make the engine reliable since it is in a line. There are fewer moving parts which means they are less prone to being damaged. This also means they are cheap to make lesser the number of parts lesser the money required to make them. Some recognizable cars that have an inline 4 engine are the Maruti Swift, the Mitsubishi 4G63T and the BMW E30 M3. Moving on to the V8 engine. The V8 is a pretty big and heavy engine. The main difference between the inline 4 and V8 is that a V8 has 4 more cylinders and also that they are in a V shape. This makes it possible to put extra power into an engine and not make it as long. An inline 8 would be way bigger than a V8. They are also very versatile. But this comes at a cost. These engines are expensive to make and that's why you probably won't see them regularly. But there are a few iconic cars that house a V8 engine like the Corvette cars, the Dodge cars and even a few Ferraris. If we are talking about engines, we have to mention the W16 engine which is most famously in the Bugatti Veyron. It is bigger, heavier and even more expensive than a V8 engine. But it has a lot of power and a very smooth power delivery so the ride feels very comfortable even though you are in a 1900kg vehicle going upwards of a 350km per hour. Okay, so the next thing we want to discuss is the function of a turbo. 
So a turbo is a way to make your car run faster. But how does it actually work? Well, to understand how a turbo helps, we must first understand how an engine works. Basically, you can think of an engine as a compressor tube which has fuel and air in it. This mixture is then compressed and ignited which propels the car forward. So, a way to make your car faster is to ignite that mixture as quickly as possible. It is easy enough to get more fuel into the engine, but what about the air? That's where the turbo comes in. There is a turbine which is in the front of the exhaust, which means the gases coming out of it spins the turbine. The turbine is connected to the other side of the turbo, which also spins up. This means that it acts kind of like a fan sucking in air from the front and feeding it to the intake manifold. This makes the air denser, which means you can burn more fuel more quickly, thus giving you more power. And finally, the last thing that we want to talk about is nitrous. So this is also a way to make your car faster. Nitrous is stored in a canister and connected in such a way that you can release it in the engine cylinder. Now nitrous is nitrous oxide gas and like we saw in the turbo explanation, more oxygen means more fuel gets burnt meaning more power. Nitrous oxide goes inside the cylinder and splits the nitrogen and oxygen. This makes the cylinder have extra oxygen which once again beats more power. So, let's now look at the state of car culture in India. Do you ever wonder why there are no real sports cars coming from India? Well, there are a lot of reasons for that. But one of the very important factors is the culture here. Most people don't want to take their cars out on tracks and go at blistering speeds. We just don't have time for that kind of stuff. Also, the road conditions are also factors that deter people from buying and driving them. Most people are not in a financial position to buy and maintain these flashy cars. But there is a car community in India, which is mostly based around modding vehicles and making their factory-made cars into beasts on the road. But in 2019, the Indian government made modifications to a car illegal. Pretty much any mod that you can think of is banned. I hope the car scene here can somehow recover from this, but as it stands today, things are not looking very great. Another aspect right now that is affecting the car scene in the world stage is global warming. For years, we have been using internal combustion engines in our cars, but looks like nature finally caught up to us because internal combustion engines release a lot of carbon dioxide and other harmful gases into the air. People all over are now trying to find alternative fuels to maintain the automotive industry. At this point, electric vehicles and hydrogen vehicles are leading the research. The way that an electric vehicle works is by the use of alternating current and magnets. Essentially, there are two magnets, one fixed and permanent and the other an electromagnet. The alternating current passes through the electromagnet and shifts the polarity of it many times a second. Whenever the electromagnet and the fixed magnet have their light poles facing each other, they repel each other and produce a spinning motion. Pair this with an alternating current and you've got a motor. On the other hand, a hydrogen-powered car makes use of something called a hydrogen fuel cell. The fuel cell is a device which uses oxygen and hydrogen to create electricity. And as a byproduct, you just get a bit of innocent water. But how does this actually work? Well, in this device, there is an anode and a cathode. These are hollow tubes in which gases can be stored. The hydrogen goes in the anode and the oxygen goes in the cathode. These tubes are at two opposite ends of the device. The goal here is to transport the hydrogen molecules to the place where the oxygen is kept. But there is a problem. 
Between the two tubes, there are two other materials, a catalyst and an electrolyte. The hydrogen molecules cannot pass through the electrolyte since it only allows positive particles to pass through it and hydrogen is neutral so it cannot pass. This is where the catalyst comes in. The catalyst splits the hydrogen molecule into one positive particle, the proton, and one negative particle, the electron. Now, the protons can pass through the electrolyte since they are positive, but since they are just protons, they don't react with oxygen. We now have to find a way to transport the leftover electrons to the other side as well as to do this, we can just attach a wire to the device which takes the electrons to the other side. Then, the electron and the proton combine and form hydrogen which then reacts with the oxygen and creates water. This transporting of electrons is called electricity, which powers the motor and there we go. It will be interesting to see which system is preferred over the years. At this point, electric vehicles are more popular, but hydrogen cars are slowly coming into the market too. So that's it for this episode of Teen Said So. Hope you guys enjoyed it and got to learn something new. Please do share this episode with your friends and family. Stay safe, take care and we'll catch you guys on the next one.